When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Alex here. Welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast, where I believe that everyone should be able to participate and secure their future in part through the stock market. If you're new, go back and listen to the last two episodes. If you like the mission behind the show and enjoy the way I deliver the information, I'm glad you're here. If you don't like it, well, I'm glad you decided to try us anyway. Maybe you'll be back in the future. There's a lot of craziness in the markets this month due to the time of year, so I thought we'd take take it back to class one and talk about some of the basic concepts for those of us who are just starting out. Enjoy this episode where we discuss two of the most watched indexes in the world. Stay tuned. So most of the stuff that I say in this show is overly simplified, right? So much so that someone with a degree in finance or a seasoned investor may find way off base. But the goal is to make it simple enough that a child can understand and to help that child avoid mistakes. That way, we can all be able to participate even at the most minor levels of the stock market. So the S&P 500 is a compilation of 500 of the largest companies in the U.S. that are publicly traded. So they're listed on the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. Now, it is uh, the most accurate representation of the public perception of the U.S. economy. And I repeat, it is an accurate representation of the public perception of the economy. It is not the economy. There are other aggregates of companies in the, in the market, similar indexes that are used to gauge economic strength, but being that the S&P is such a large sample size, it makes a much more accurate representation. Uh, another important thing to remember is the S&P is, again, representation of the economy, but in the future, right? It's a representation of public perception of the economy in the future, right? Not the current status of the economy. And that's because due to the very nature of the stock market, right, it's being uh, that it was created for profit, people make profit when they bet on the future, right? So the stock market is used as, as an engine to, for people to bet against the larger economy. Now, the companies in S&P are chosen by a committee and are exchanged periodically to maintain a healthy balance and a most accurate representation of the current um, or excuse me, future economy. For example... Uh, this year, Tesla was added to the index of 500, where previously was not included. And again, that is more than likely because, again, Tesla became profitable this year. But also, the economy is shifting to a more eco-friendly economy. So something like Tesla is important for gauging uh, people's interest in that space as well. Now, what you don't need to know is how the companies got into the SP 500. That, for me, is just a, a guess of why Tesla was included. It's an educated guess. But I don't know specifically why Tesla was included. It doesn't really matter, right? But for you, if you must know, like, you won't be able to sleep tonight if you don't find out, click the link in the show notes, and you'll see the criteria of what it takes to get into SP 500. 
Now, the cool thing is, if you're a passive investor and you don't want to do too much research and you're super lazy, but you think it'd be cool to own 500 companies that have made this exclusive list, um, you don't have to buy them individually. You can buy the actual S&P 500 index fund uh, and essentially own a piece of all 500, which is cool. Now, some of the companies are in there that you already know. Apple, uh, Tesla, like we already mentioned, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, J.P. Morgan Chase, and many more, right? Several hundred more, in fact. Uh, so that's S&P 500. Now, the Dow Jones, or the Dow, uh, is an index that tracks just the 30 largest companies uh, listed on the stock exchange. Now, not the largest, but uh, 30 large companies. Most of the companies in this group have a consistent earnings and are often referred to as blue-chip stocks. Many investors use this as a gauge for value investing sentiment, where the S&P 500 kind of is an aggregate of both value and growth. Uh, The Dow is blue chip stocks with consistent earnings, what people regard as value companies that are stable, where the NASDAQ 100 is seen more of a growth and a tech play because most of those companies are moving towards profitability or are just hitting profitability. But it is mostly made of uh, tech companies. Now, we can talk about the NASDAQ in another episode, but I just want you to understand the the uh, relationship between the three of those indexes as we talk about two of them today. So when the market, uh, if people are investors, are trying to make money or protect their money, the Dow and the S&P and the NASDAQ all help us understand where people are moving their money, right? Investors may be looking at the Dow Jones to see if other investors are putting their money into more older, reliable companies, as opposed to new and fast-growing companies. This will give them an indication of what they think other investors are doing or what they should do next. Now, this group, just like the S&P 500, is chosen by a committee, and the members have to meet a criteria. Companies are added based on their ability to meet those criteria and their relevance to the current economy. For example, today, Apple and Microsoft are the most heavily weighted out of the Dow 30, where 20 years ago, that was definitely not the case. But again, as we shift to a more technologically advanced economy, the the, the strength and the weight of those tech companies are going to get a little bit bigger. And that kind of goes across the board. Uh, And that's it. That's the Dow Jones. And that is the S&P 500. That's a super simplified intro to two of the most watched measures of the U.S. economy in the world. Now, a quick recap. Both are indexes with companies uh, that they track The S&P 500 tracks 500 companies. The Dow tracks 30 companies. Both of them have their own and separate uh, unique criteria for companies to be included in those indexes. Uh, Many believe, uh, many investors out there believe the S&P is more accurate of a representation of the economy because it has a larger sample size and more diverse uh, members as well. The Dow is used as a measure uh, for investors of uh, money moving into more value-oriented companies and away from growth-oriented companies. And that's it. So that's it for this episode. Uh, again, super simplified intro to those markets because if you're someone looking to get into uh, trading and investing in the stock market, you're going to want to know 
those two, especially because they help you make your investing and trading decisions. Uh, like we talked about in the last episode, the stock market is very, very high right now. Today, at the end of the day, we have earnings from some of the biggest companies, including Apple, uh, Google, and Microsoft. I see tech uh, is very uh, oversold, especially for overbought, I should say. They're very hot. The prices are very high for a few of the bigger tech companies. So we'll see if these earnings are bad. It could, it could really pull down the market. If the earnings are average to good, then we have no reason to go down. We'll probably keep going higher. Uh, there is a lot of opportunity to make money during earnings season. Just make sure you're careful. I, myself, am looking for uh, options trades for some of those companies reporting today and the rest of this week. I will not uh, announce them on this show until after I make them just because it is risky and I wouldn't want anybody trying to do those things. We are looking for a $20 play, though, with our $21.91 that we have. Bitcoin, unfortunately keeps going so bitcoin is going to be out of the equation but we will definitely definitely find something else you'll hear it first in the discord uh you'll hear it for us on the website so go to marketadventures.co to connect with me if you have any questions read the blog and also join the discord to ask me any questions that you have or to find out what other plays i'm making that i haven't announced on this show this has been your host alex cunningham saying be well and remember As you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, particularly your financial challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. (music) 